close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. So, so glad to have you here with us today, whether you're in the room or watching, listening later. Welcome to my world. Today's topic is the value of a close relationship with your angels. And when I talk about that with people at first, they're like, well, duh, you know, of course it has value. Well, yes, the obvious value, of course, you want to have a relationship with your angels, but it goes so far beyond that. There's many nuances to it. And the obvious one is, is you want to know your angels, right? I mean, that seems pretty basic. But the reason that I put my book that's out that uh, let your angels lead connecting with your angels for freedom from fear and stress. Well, I emphasize that because right now in the world, it's been a long time since our world was so engulfed in fear and, and stress and anger and discord And a big key to that is to reconnect with not only just our angels, but our spiritual side, our connection to God, all of that, you know, it's all hand in hand. I've actually had, it's so shocking to me because I don't think this way, but I've had a few trolls hit my website and it was in response to my book. And they would say things like, no, connect with God. And I'm like, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. I agree, connect with God, but the thing is about it, if you if you look at it this way, and I don't mean this disrespectfully at all, I never would about angels or God, but let's say God is the CEO of a big corporation. And so then the angels are like the sales reps. Who's going to come see you? Who do you have direct communication with? Who has more time for you? The sales reps. So the, your angels are the ones who have focus on you. They have time for you. I pray to God, I, you know, 
I believe in God. I embrace that from a very young age and, and I feel like I have a really good connection to God and the whole spirituality realm, but it's not, it's not either God or angels. And so that's, that's where I want to start this conversation is you don't, you don't choose. They're all part of the same team. The angels are God's messengers and they are celestial beings created by God to help mankind. So that's why, you know, that's a good starting point of a place to begin with your connection. When you deepen your connection to angels, you deepen your connection to God. I know that for a fact. So let's get back to the whole, the fear and stress thing. How can a relationship with your angels provide that? I think one of the hardest things about the world right now in our country, let's focus on our country, our country, is that a lot of people have really disconnected from their spiritual side. They've disconnected from a connection to angels, God. And when you do that, it's fine. It's your business. It's your choice. However, it's a very lonely place to be, to think that it's you against the world, that you're on your own with this. And it's like, you know, you're fighting your way, swimming to the top of this turmoil, it's roiling ocean. When the truth is, is that there's all this guidance there for you that can make it so much easier. So knowing that your angels are there with you, being able to feel them, hopefully seeing them, hearing them, getting their messages, their signs, that is confirmation for you that you are not alone. You're not dealing with this craziness by yourself. You're not, it's not even you and your family alone against the craziness. The angels talk to me a lot about what's going on in the world and they're very concerned, but I want to tell you a couple of things here that'll help reduce your fear and stress is they say we are coming out of this time of anger, discord, and violence, and that we are headed toward a time where we live more in harmony with one another and with planet earth. They're adamant about that. And also being the longtime tree hugger I am, and I'll tell you why, is that they say we are going to be able to halt global warming and reverse a lot of the effects of it in time, even for, for our generation, you know, I'm older. So at, they used to say until recently, they said only for future generations in the earth, but not for those of us, not this generation. They've recently changed that. So something shifted, something positive has shifted with that too. I'm not the only one who's going to get this kind of confirmation from my angels. When you build a relationship with your personal angels, you're going to be able to get confirmation about things that worry you, concerns that you have. Uh, I want to get back to this whole thing, being a tree hugger. I am an environmentalist, and the whole reason is because of angels. So we will have a show about that because I am passionate about environment, trying to save it. And there's a lot of things I do myself, and I'll tell you the whole story about what the angels showed me and, and told me in 84 and what set that off. But that's a show unto itself. <laughs> so when you have your angels and you're feeling their presence, you are convinced that they exist. Uh, that's kind of the whole thing that, that my mission is about, is helping people embrace that angels are real, that you have angels with you, that they want to communicate with you, that you just have to develop a way to lower any barriers in your, that is in your mind. 
that's preventing you from connecting. And again, those can be conscious or subconscious. Those can be put in there by society, by the way you're raised. There's many different reasons why you might not be able to do the skills right off the bat. But little by little, as you're working with this, you're going to be able to feel these things. So the first thing I want to do is I don't, even if you never buy my book, regardless of that, I've created some guided meditations on YouTube that are free for anybody to use that go with the book. But one that you would find very helpful is the connecting with your angels and guides. So it's a guided meditation specifically to, to tell yourself to release those barriers that are getting in the way of connecting with your angels. So you might want to try that one out. Another one that's on there is is a short one because it's meant to be a daily meditation and it's beginning your day at the highest frequency possible. Again, humans are like here at a frequency and angels are up here. So we need to try to get closer to them, closer to the frequency of angels if you want to connect with them better. See them, hear them, feel them, all of those good things. So that's another guided meditation. That's on my YouTube channel under my name, Ivory Lanu. Look it up. Use those. I, I put them out there to the world. I want you to get benefit from that. So, so that's something. I, I know that every day I'm talking to my angels. I start in the morning as I'm getting up and getting ready and thanking God for the blessings in my life and thanking my angels for the protection that they're giving me and the guidance, but through the day, I'm talking to my angels because they have always been immensely real to me, as real to me as my birth family is. They've always been there for me, and I see them, hear them, so I'm talking to them, and and I ask for confirmation of things if I need it, and, and they're giving me guidance. They started coming into every single session I do with clients. It doesn't matter what kind of session it is. The angels are coming in to give their thoughts on things, to emphasize things we're talking about or the importance of things for people. So, so once you've got this relationship, like they just are there. You, it's not like you have to ask for them to talk to you or to be there for you. You're going to feel their presence as you go through your day. It's very comforting. It's just amazing to see your angels at night and and know that they're right there for you. And, and I, I don't know if I've mentioned this, maybe on the other talk show, the Sedona soul sister show, where we talked about angelic protection. And I was talking about how, when I was in times of danger, I saw uh, very clear signs of angelic protection. So seeing that always makes me feel better too. Like I can go to sleep no matter what's going on. I can, I can relax because my angels are on the job. What, what can I do that my angels aren't going to be able to do for me? That's, that's my thoughts on that one. So the second thing would be a strong sense of security. A lot of people feel secure when they have a romantic partner in their life because they feel like they're not alone. They feel like they have somebody to bounce ideas off of, talk about their day. I live by myself, but honestly, I'm not lonely because I do have my angels and they do talk to me and I do, I do bounce things off of them and, t- and talk about my day and, and I feel their presence so powerfully 
I never, I really don't think of myself as living alone. I, it may, that may sound odd to you, but I really don't. I don't, I don't feel that lack at all. So again, I feel safe. I feel protected. I feel, and I've seen it over and over where things could have gone really badly. And I can see how my angel stepped in and said, listen, you know, you are way too trusting, Ivory. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to step in and make sure that this doesn't go any further and just sort of boot it out of my world. Um, stepping in and getting rid of, of negative influences, sometimes before I even realize how negative they are, and just making it so that they're just gone out of my energetic field. And often very specific protection. Like I I've talked some about the times that it is so many times. I, I can't believe I'm still alive. One time, uh, this was, this was an example of protection. I was, my first marriage was to a person who had no ability for emotion, what you would call a sociopath. And he was very cruel. And we were living in Colorado near the Colorado national monument And when he would be just really awful, I would just leave the house for a while, drive over to the National Monument, and I'd hike along the edge. And I was dressed for church. (laughs) I was like, had on a dress and heels, and it was drizzly and chilly outside. But I was so upset. I was just, I remember just marching along the edge of that. And it's like a mini Grand Canyon. And all of a sudden, the dirt went out from under my feet, and I'm clinging to this tree trunk sticking out of the side of this cliff wall. And I'm hanging there thinking, oh, this was so stupid. What were you thinking? And the next thing I know, I'm standing back up on the pathway again, and there's nobody around me. Nobody, nobody was out in that weather. Uh, That, those kind of things, I mean, it's not the only time it's happened to me. Those kind of things is the kind of protection that can happen, even if you never develop a relationship. But when you do, you see it more. It's, it's amazing to me how in our society, people experience little miracles, intervention from God, from their angels, and they'll just say, oh, weird, or what a weird, that was a weird, uh, that was a weird coincidence, or what an odd thing to happen. Anything except to acknowledge that they've been, they've been given a grace you know, God and the angels have smiled down on you and saved you from a situation, changed things dramatically in a way that there's no real explanation for. That is not that uncommon. I hear from people regularly stories like this. I think you will just recognize it more and acknowledge where that security is coming from, that protection, that's, that rescue is coming from. Once you realize, okay, I've got this team of angels and guides, they're with me. It's like you've got your posse, (laughs) your tribe is traveling around with you everywhere you go. So you've always got that with you, no matter how scary things get, no matter how weird and crazy the world gets, you can feel that security within that you're not going it alone. Another thing about this is increased confidence. A lot of, I'm noticing a lot of people having a real crisis of confidence lately. And it makes sense to me again, because when you're under stress, it undermines your confidence and everyone is at 
a high level of stress right now. When I worked in mental health, I love to go do the, the expos and I would man the, the mental health booth for the county. And what I would do was give people, have people take this stress test. And I remember so vividly, it was a real sh- surprise to people, an eye opener. Half of the page was positive, negative stresses rather like divorce, death. And the other side were positive stressors like getting married, having a baby, And they were equal stressors, no matter whether it was negative or positive. So in our lives, we've got these stressors going on all the time because that's life, right? I mean, it's, it's the times when we don't have those are precious and brief usually. And then it's some other stressor coming in to pop into our lives again. But right now with everything happening in our country and around the world it is risen that stress level up incredibly high. So I feel like most people are like right about here. And they could just lose it at any given moment, you know, just get overwhelmed, feel like they suicide rate going up, people feeling hopeless, helpless, um, people turning to drugs and alcohol because they want to escape those feelings. And so they're stuffing those feelings down instead of trying, you know, instead of using a positive method. This is a positive method to deal with those negative emotions, to rise above it. You, you can raise your frequency so high that I don't think you ever totally escape these things because we're human, right? We're spiritual beings in a human body. We are meant to experience this human lifetime. We can't escape that totally, but it can sure make it a lot easier, a lot better. I'm going to give you an example about that. I used to, because I have OCD, so it's a form of anxiety. And so I was naturally a worrier and I used to make myself sick with worry. And honestly, worry, I knew in my head, mentally, intellectually, I knew that worry is, is thinking about things that might never happen and stressing ourselves out about things that probably will never happen. But it was my angels who really helped me overcome that. And what they did is they told me, to thank them for what I wanted as if I already had it. So, and I'm going to give you an example of this. I used to say things like angels um, help me feel peace in my heart, help me feel calm and serene. And when they told me that, what I started to do immediately was to say, angels, thank you for helping me find my balance, my serenity, my peace help. Thank you so much for helping me, Uh, sail through the trials of life with ease and grace. And it's so amazing. Like immediately is when I stopped doing so much worrying. I'm not going to kid you. I have not completely given it up, (laughs) but compared to before it is a huge change and it's just helping me sleep better as a rule. It helps me just have peace of mind. And, And when things were happening, for instance, Uh, COVID started and I had to work from home for a long time because I have immune deficiency issues. And I just kind of took it in stride. You know, I was home alone for 15, almost 16 months, other than very brief jaunts to the grocery store and the pharmacy. And I was okay. You know, I, I just didn't get terribly stressed about it. I didn't really stress that much about business, even though business fell off for sure during that time when people were so scared and they didn't, they were kind of hoarding money and hoarding, hoarding uh, 
household supplies and food and things like that, because it's human nature to kind of hunker down when you don't know what's going to happen. But I felt so serene about all of this. There were moments when I'd be like, I wonder why I'm not freaking out. And then I'd thank God and my angels again, thank you so much for me not freaking out. Cause what good would that do? Then I'd be home alone, freaked out. So it's much better to come to a place where you can just kind of go with the flow. I think that's the best word for it and trust that the best, your best and highest good is, is being taken care of. And, and that's something else I say, if I feel a little bit of that old worry coming up, I will say angels, I trust that everything is happening in my best and highest good. Things are unfolding the way they are meant to. And I'm letting go of all of this and putting it in your hands. Things I have no control over, you know, there's, we can control ourselves, but outside of that, we have no control over many things. So we can make ourselves sick worrying about it. Or at some point we can hand it over to the angels, the things that you truly have no control over. And you will start to feel more confident because number one, again, you've got angels confirming thoughts, you have ideas, and you can learn how to get a yes or no from your angels at the very least, even if you never are able to hear their voice, if that barrier doesn't come down for you. And and there's a few people that happens to, you can still get a yes or no from your angels, which is a physical sensation. And when you get that, then you can ask your angels, should, is this something I need to be worried about? Is it, or is it safe for me to let go of this concern? Is this going to work out of my best and highest good? And the answer to that, I'm going to tell you right now is always yes. So even if you think things are, are just way out of whack, you have to trust your angels that things are unfolding as they're meant to. That doesn't mean it's always going to be pleasant or that we're going to feel like we're getting what we want in that moment, but it is taking us where we need to go. And that's the important thing. So another benefit of this close relationship is feeling deeply loved. And this is something, you know, I I always say that COVID, the benefit of COVID was that it gave people more time more quiet time for contemplation, meditation, introspection. That's so important on a spiritual journey. If you're not willing to look at yourself and really think about who you are, where your life is, what do you want? Who do you want to be? What are your shortcomings in your personality? You know, what do you want to leave behind? What do you want to improve? You can't really make much progress on a spiritual journey. So it, it really did force a lot of people to do that or give them the opportunity to do that, which is part of why we're seeing so many millions of people leaving their jobs because they have a spiritual awakening. But it also helped me feel like it was okay to not be in a romantic relationship because it's funny, I was just laying in bed one morning and this, the angels came in and this just came to me so powerfully. They're like, You have so much love in your life, Ivory. You've got your family, you've got your friends, you've got your coworkers, you've got all this big circle of people who love you so much. And I felt it. I felt that love going through my being and into my heart chakra and just warming up and, and I relaxed. I felt like that is so true. I mean, what's important in life is to have love. 
It's not so important that it be romantic love. That's nice. That's one part. It's sort of like when I do life coaching, there's different little areas of life and you're encouraging people to have every single portion of that life paid attention to, not just like pour all of yourself into your work or all of yourself into a love relationship. Then things go out of whack, off balance, and you're not, you know, other areas of your life can really suffer. So it's the same kind of thing. So really take a moment to think about all the people in your life who love you and let yourself truly feel that because love, there's, there's some interesting things out there uh, about this, but love is everything. Love, who you love and being loved is everything. That's what this experience is about. So you, every opportunity you can to love somebody, even a stranger to love them, to love mankind, which I, I feel so powerfully to love mankind as a whole, to not have it just be people that, you know, in your personal life, but loving your family, loving your friends, loving mankind. So I think the angels are really big on, and and a key part of achieving that place where you really do feel the love you do have in your life right now. And you can feel so grateful for that. So part of this, like there's, there's so many people who are sad because they don't have love, a love life in their life at the moment. But the more you chase that, the harder it is to get it. And then when you let go of that and you're just grateful for the love you have in your life and the, the wonderful aspects of your life you do have and you relax about it, that's usually when love finds you. So just some, a little something to think about there. Another one is gaining a lot of guidance in all aspects of your life. And to me, that's one of the huge benefits of it. For instance, I, I, I think that I'm one of those psychics mediums who, when people come to me, I don't want them to get addicted to me. I don't want them to be too reliant on me and call me for every little thing. I encourage people to listen to your angels, listen to your own intuition, which is a gift God's given every one of us. Learn to tune into that. Until you do, I'm happy to help you. But once you have that, 99% of the time, you can rely on the wisdom of your angels and your own intuition to help you through every situation. I will say there are those times when anyone, me included, gets you're so something's going on in your life that has you so bogged down or your mind is so wrapped up in it, you really can't get in touch with your own intuition or you feel like you can't trust it, but you can always trust your angels. They don't get mired in emotions. They, They always can be there even when you're confused, when you when you can't really see the truth of the situation or you don't want to, or you've got so many people telling you different things that you don't know what to do. I think a good thing is to just shut all that out, get in a quiet place and just ask your angels, is it in my best and highest good to do this? Yes or no. They're going to give you a yes or no. If you're not getting your yes or no, you need to calm your energy down further and ask again, because it's always about when we can't get the information from our angels, when we're not feeling that, that connection, it's our frequency. It's not the angels. There's always really high, but ours can sink low being human. And we just need to work on getting our frequency up because everything in the world 
is is vibrating energy. Everything, you, me, trees, grass, everything is a frequency. It's vibrating energy. So it's science. It's not woo-woo. I'm not a woo-woo person. This is science. So the kind of things that I look for, number one, I hear my angels sometimes out loud, most of the time in my head. But again, they're, they're talking and it's always out of context for my thought process. So I'll tell you, this is the one that just like drove me insane. I was in a terrible relationship and just really needing to get out of it and feeling beaten down low. And I was physically ill and, and my angels would say, you need to write a book. You need to host a show. (laughs) And I remember finally saying, I'm in no shape to do that. I'm barely making it through my days right now, but I will, I will do that. So that's the book that just came out eight years later. And this is not the first show I've done about angels, but they, they did not like it when I ended the last one. So I'm doing it again, (laughs) doing another angel show. I, if, if you tell your angels, you know, you are going to do what they say, you just can't explain why they're still going to tell you, they're still going to talk to you about it, but they'll finally calm it down a little bit but it's going to be out of context. You could be making a grocery list and they're saying, you need to call your grandmother. You're not thinking about your grandmother. You haven't been thinking about your grandmother for a week, you know, so it's not your idea. So you're going to get guidance in that way. You're going to get guidance through signs, symbols. You're going to get it through numbers, what's called angel numbers. We'll talk about that in a show. You're going to get it through the through the uh, push, the inner push that they give you to do something. An example of that was back in my early thirties, I opened a newspaper. I was living in Prescott, Arizona, and I opened a newspaper and there was an article about medical Qigong energy healing at Yavapai college. And I, I didn't even know what energy healing was no clue, but I heard you need to take that course. And I, I was a single parent, but it was every weekend, eight hours a day through months, you know, it was very intensive and I could do it right away. I could do the the healing, but what it did was wakened in me a passion to heal people, but it also opened that door because right after that is when I had my powerful spiritual awakening. And then I started studying with uh, Belinda Powell for, um, just training my gifts to get to a higher level and seeing what all I was capable of. And it just never stopped from there. And then shortly after that, I was doing readings under a different name under never under my real name for a long time. So that can be just a real powerful awakening for you. And when you feel that inner push, it's important to honor it. It's the same as your angels talking to you. They're just giving it to you internally. So you might think, why am I supposed to go take that class? Or or why am I supposed to get a session with that person? Or or for me, why am I supposed to talk to the man, three people behind me in the line at the grocery store? But anymore, I just do it. I do it. Even, Even if it pushes me out of my comfort zone, I do it because I, it always, there's a good reason for it always. And with the case of the man in the line at the grocery store, I literally, I'm standing in the grocery store in Sedona and I heard my angels say, talk to that man. And he was three, two, three people behind me, an elderly man. 
And I'm like, I don't want to talk to that man. I don't know that man. Talk to that man. So I waited till he came through the line and I asked if I could talk to him. And then I started feeling the spirit come in and it turns out it was his wife and and she just wanted to let him know she was fine and she misses him. And she had a few, some messages for him and he just started crying and he's hanging on to my hands and thanking me. And I'm like, okay, angels, I get it. I didn't want to do that, but I get it. Another one, and this is a big one, avoiding negative experiences. I'm serious when I said it's, it's pretty amazing that I'm here alive talking to you because I've done some dumb things in my life, especially when I was really young and not so savvy, put myself in circumstances that I could have been killed, um, accidents where I was miraculously rescued. I mean, just things that just are mind boggling. But the thing is, we can avoid, I don't know if you've ever heard the term a dark night of the soul. We're going to have a show about that. But a dark night of the soul is, is meaning that things have piled up upon you to a point where your soul is damaged and you feel it's beyond depression. I mean, it's just literally like being existing in this dark pit and you don't know how to get out of it. You don't even know how to get your hand up on the rim of the pit, let alone climb out of it. And it seems like things will just pile on top at that time. So it really is like a, a, an attack, a spiritual attack on your spirit, on your soul. I look back on things because I'm very big on trying to figure out the lessons that I learned out of everything, the, the good, the bad, especially the bad, especially those negative things. Like, what did I learn from that that I can take forward to avoid happening again or important lessons I needed? And one of those lessons I needed was not to be so trusting. You can't trust everybody until they, they give you a reason not to. That was a dangerous way for me to live. So now I trust judiciously. <laughs> I trust a little bit. That person holds that trust. I give them a little more. And it's been much better, much better for me, a little more cautious. And that's the way it needs to be. And why? It's not that we don't want to trust people, but we have to protect ourselves too. And If you're too trusting, you make yourself a victim. So when you have hearing your angels, you're recognizing the kind of signs that they give you. They're going to tell you things. And sometimes you don't want to hear it. Like you might meet a person that you really feel attracted to and you want to date them and your angels are like, no, not them. Well, let me tell you, they know what that person's true character is and what's going to happen in the future. If you stay with that person, if you pursue, if you pursue a relationship with them, I have learned to hear that and just go next. <laughs> it's like, nope, I don't even, I don't even need to question it because they know I've had issues with this, with my picker being broken and I want all their help I can get, but it's not just for, for romantic partners. It's everything. If you're thinking of starting a business. And your angels are saying, this is not the time. You're rushing this. Listen to that. You know, wait. Everything happens in the divine time it's meant to. And when you do that, things fall into place. Things happen easier. If things keep getting in your way, that's a clear sign. It's not meant to happen at that time. So they can help you from getting involved with people or situation or businesses, jobs, anything, buying a house that's not going to be a good one for you and your family. 
all kinds of things that they can tell you. But the problem is that a lot of people hear those messages and push them away because that's not what they want to hear. Well, too bad. You know, if you really want to know the truth, if you really want clear, honest guidance, then you have to take all of those messages, whether you agree with them, like them, want them or not. If you don't, that's your choice. You always have your choice. That's what free will is all about. But that means that you're taking the responsibility for the decisions you make, and you could end up in a dark night of the soul. And if you've ever been in one, uh, you know, you don't want to do that again. I've had, I've had, I thought I had two, but recently I realized I had three and I was just like blocking that whole experience out of my life, but I had three. I do not want another one. So I'm very careful about following all the guidance that I get. And that's something you can get through this relationship. Early warning of health issues. Absolutely. Uh, sometimes my, I, I know part of it is being an empath. So I feel the, I can feel other people's pain, their emotions. Uh, I don't like it. I always considered it a curse, but when it comes to my work, it's a big blessing. However, sometimes it'll be things like, I will hear something like, um, you need to get a mammogram. And my doctor had said, I don't need to get a mammogram for another five years, but I heard you need to get a mammogram. I'm going to get a mammogram. You know, if my angels are telling me that, why in the world would I wait until I find a problem? Why, why would I want to do that? Or if your doctor suggests something and you're, you're usually not big on tests or procedures, but you're hearing from your angels, you need to do that then you're getting a heads up that there's something there best to catch it early. Um, this happens a lot uh, with people that I see. They want to know if there's any issues I feel in their body. And I often do. And sometimes they're like, nope, nope, I don't have anything there. And then six months later, I hear, oh yeah, I had something going on there. It showed up like two, three weeks after I saw you. And so that's not me being some magical person. That is that is my ability to tune into the body, but you can do that for yourself with the assistance of your angels. And they will tell you things. They will guide you to different kinds of treatments and services. They'll just kind of alert you, make you pay attention to a little nag niggling pain that you're having in your body and make you pay more attention to it. And, and there's a reason. So, so you could avoid some serious medical issues through paying attention to that. Inspiration. Oh my gosh. I'm a very creative person. I, when I worked in mental health, I still laugh because two times, two different supervisors I had wrote in my, in my review, she's a very creative. She puts creativity into this job in ways I could have never seen. And I'm think I look back on that and I laugh because I'm like, no, I'm so creative. I was desperate to find a way to inject creativity into that mental health job. So, so it's best for me to be in a profession where I can express my creativity. But the point being, if you are a writer like me, if you're a singer like me, if you're a musician, if you, if you paint, if you sculpt, if you dance, if you do anything creative, your inspiration is unlimited with the angels. And I'll, I wish this would happen. I'm asking my angels to happen again. I'm a singer. I put out some CDs. 
My last one, what half the CDs on that album, or maybe more, were given to me by the angels. I would be driving and I'd suddenly hear a song in my head. And I would calm, I'd get home and I'd I'd get on my piano and write it, write it out musically. And then the next day I'd call my daughter, Michelle, have you ever heard this melody or these these words? And she'd be like, No, why should I? I'm like, no, I just want to make sure I didn't hear it somewhere. Because sometimes it would be driving, sometimes it would be a dream. I'd wake up and I'd rush to the piano and write it down. So half the songs on there were given to me by my angels in that form. And I have a lot of friends, artistic friends who really channel, some of them work specifically with angels, uh, really tuning into their angels and saying, uh, please guide my brush as I'm painting today and, or guide my words as I'm writing, you know, you can get that inspiration and it'll just be these uh, sudden ideas, you know, it can be epiphany ideas where it's just like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think of that sooner? Whatever it is you, you do creativity, creatively, is going to be greatly boosted by angelic inspiration. And they, they know what you're trying to aim for. Sometimes we get stuck. You know what writer's block is? That exists for every creative endeavor out there. You can get blocks. So it'll help you work through those blocks. Another one is better balance. And that's something... Most of us are lacking right now. It's very hard in a chaotic world to be balanced. So when I feel myself going out of balance, there's a couple things I do. I'm always talking to my angels again. I'm like, please, you know, give me better balance today. Help me stay calm and rooted. But I take action for myself too. I do guided meditation. I use my own guided meditations and I'm making some more because I realize there's other things, but I do other guided meditations too. And I also use a grounding pad. And if you haven't heard of that, like I do not get money for telling you about this. So just so you know, but a grounding pad, you can put your feet on it while you're just working. You can sleep on one, but it has a frequency to it. That's the same as if you put your feet on soil or grass for 30 minutes a day. I live in an area where there is no grass. And if there was, it would have stickers. It's Arizona. So no, we don't do that. So most of the time I've got a pad, this grounding pad that I just put and I sit and I work with my bare feet on that grounding pad. And that does wonders too. And another thing for grounding, my angels will always tell me, when was your last, they'll ask me, when was your last salt bath? Because I'm really big on that with if you are an empath, if you're very sensitive right now, you're really reeling with all the energies going on, take a bath with a cup of Epsom salts and a little bit of lavender oil in it, and just let that kind of detox out of your body. And my angels will remind me, they're like, take your salt bath, take care of yourself. You know, you're taking, trying to take care of everybody else, but you got to take care of yourself or you run out of gas. Right. And the last thing is peace of mind. I, I see the craziness out there. I'm not immune to it, but I have this peace within myself. And and I know I'm pretty um, composed person by nature. It's unusual for me to not be, but I feel peace about what's going on because the angels keep telling me and showing me in visions that where we're headed And we have to go through this turmoil to get there. And so I'm just trying to hang on like some safety devices on the side, wrap my wrist and I'm just hang on for the ride. You know, 
uh, get through this and, and trust that there is something better on the other side. I'm seeing signs of it. My spiritual friends are seeing signs of it. And we feel such incredible hope for the human race that we can be something better. We can end up in a better place overall. Um, another thing about that sense of peace is also I cannot summon up the emotion of hatred anymore. I, I can't feel it, not for anybody or for anything. I can't do it. And I'm good. I'm happy about that. I don't want to feel hatred. There's some studies out there about the power of words and just the word hate itself is like a weapon. And so I choose to send blessings. I choose to send healing and growth and blessings to the people I have, tr- I have issues with, to the situations that concern me, to places in the world with exceptional turmoil. And that's our own country right now, too. So I just send love, 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 love out there. And I know that these emotions, if enough people around the world do that, that's going to be a big change for the entire planet. And that's not my opinion. That's something the angels showed me and told me in 84, and they've talked about it off and on since then. And I hold that dear in my heart because this isn't how I want to live. And this isn't how I want my daughter or my grandsons or the other children that I love to to live. We want them to have a better situation, a better planet, cleaner water, cleaner air, less violence, more joy than we had, right? I mean, you always want more for your children. That That is true all around the world. So I hold that dear in my heart. And with the help of the angels, I feel peace about that because they make it very clear that we are coming out of this time. It doesn't look like it, but we are. And so I want you to just understand the whole package of benefits in it for you by taking the time to get to know your angels, to practice the skills of feeling, seeing, and hearing them. And those, those guided meditations, again, it's on my YouTube channel, which is Ivory Lanou, and you'll be able to make use of those. I've intentionally kept them under 10 minutes so that pretty much anybody can find time to do these on a regular basis. I feel better after I do them. It's me doing it. and I feel better after I do them, but the angels gave me guidance on what to say in them. And what was really interesting is that the way that you make these videos is you make the audio and then you choose video that goes with it. And it's sort of random. Like it's, it's almost impossible. I don't know how to make it a certain video start at a certain point in the audio, but The angels did. And so, especially on that connecting with your angels, like there's certain phrases where the the video is just the perfect thing. And I'm like, I couldn't have done that. I don't have the tech knowledge to do that. So that's all my angels. I cannot take credit for that. They're apparently tech wizards, but thank you so much for joining in today. I so appreciate you watching, listening and follow the show. Uh, Next week, the topic is angel signs. That one got bumped. I'm going to be visiting my daughter in the Chicago area, Michelle Lanou. She's going to be on the show with me. She has some of the same same gifts I do, though she doesn't do that for a living. But we're going to have a discussion about the signs that angels give you 
Some of them you probably have heard of, and some of them you may have had no idea. So I think it'll be quite an, an eye-opener and help you start receiving more of those signs. In the meantime, may your angels surround you and bless you. Have a beautiful week.